You're only as fucking smart as this week's lines. One false move and you spend your fucking time chasing it instead of making money. I want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Pay him. Pay that man his money. Welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet Podcast. Part of the DWZ Fantasy Sports Network. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DWZ Memphis and Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And now to the fabulous Big Bets. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet? Then we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. Hey, Brand Goods. That's us. I'm very, very proud of the brand and very proud of what we stand for, man. We stand for those who give a shit. We want to be with those who want to do more. And no matter what your pursuit is and whatever it is, as long as you're holding yourself to a higher standard and you're being accountable to what your goals are, we got your back. Hate brand goods. Spread hate. Always party. What's happening, guys? Happy Thursday and welcome to the final regular season edition of the fabulous big bet my name is memphis you can follow me on twitter at dwz memphis and back with me somewhat in our studios he is my co-host he is dr kyle bowser you can find him on twitter at dwz underscore dr pt but uh, since it might be the last regular season week i thought i'd give this man a proper introduction and i guess i won't give him a proper introduction he is Mr. Dr. Kyle, what's up, man? Sorry, I uh, I like to break a mental sweat as well. Hey, uh, I'm good. How you doing, Memphis? I had a good week last week. I'm doing great. That's how I'm doing, dude. You uh, you as the kids say are on a heater. You are running hot right now. You uh, you had a great week, and since you've already jumped into it. Let's go ahead and jump into last week. I do want to make sure to tell you guys to get over to the YouTube channel. You're missing out on the prop bets. So the Sunday live stream, I've been killing the prop bets last couple of weeks. And I'm going to be doing those in like six-minute snippets over on the YouTube channel only. There'll be no football Sunday school. The regular season of fantasy football is over. But there'll be tons of rookie content, off-season content. Uh, Our boy Kyle will be going live soon. He and his guest John are going to be doing football New Year's resolution from a fantasy standpoint. I think that's going to be a great show and a lot of good stuff for you here at the DWZ. So uh, Dr. Kyle, I'm going to get right into your your picks from last week. Another heater, three and two, winning week. How about Mm -hmm. that? What is it, like three in a row? Three out of the last four. Uh, I think 16 was a down week, but like 14, 15, 17. I'm, I'm killing it, as they say. Like I said, I, I, I think you went uh, three of your last four. I pretty feel pretty comfortable with that for sure. Yeah. You yeah. may have had a two and three in there, but you've been good winners over the last four weeks. Let's uh, do a quick review. You had Philly minus three, a winner. You had over in the Kansas City and uh, Kansas City and Cincinnati game, it was 50. That went way over 50. It was uh, 31 to uh, 28. Good one there. You went over 46 and a half 
with uh, the Baltimore Ravens and the Rams. Didn't get there. That was kind of a weird game. It was a very uh, slow start, which eh, maybe you should have seen that coming, but whatever. You had uh, – I, th- I think you may have been anticipating Lamar coming back a little bit sooner. Yeah. Which if Lamar was there and scoring more, it would have maybe forced the issue more with L.A. And you, you probably would have got closer to that. I think that's what that number was dictating. You hit your big bet. You had Tennessee minus three and a half. And uh, you had Detroit plus seven. Seattle came to play, put up big points yeah, on the that, Detroit I, Lions. Th- didn't see that coming, but good for them. Good for Russ, maybe, for his trade value. And uh, that puts you on the season. That three and two week, this heater to end the week has you at 43, 45, and one. You're 10 and seven on big bets for the year. Uh, man, you, you go four, you go four and uh Four and one this week, you get winners for the season. No pressure. Memphis, I'm I'm changing this in real time because that's a little bit of a math error. It's 43 and 44 and one. I'm that much closer to 500 on my likes. Okay. Real life scoring error. You, you can't screw around the guy with the pen. I have the pen. I keep the show doc. All right. I'll jump into mine. I went two and three. Uh, it had been having, having some good some good winners myself. I had the Bears minus six. It could have been the Bears minus 16. Probably couldn't have been the Bears minus 26, and they still would have got there. The New York football giants look like dog shit right now. Uh, I was on the uh, the super square. So when I took Kansas City minus the five, this is how I feel about myself in retrospect. All right. On the picture here, we have a square. I, I was a square. I'll, I'll take the Kansas City Chiefs because they're back. I'm a moron. Uh, That was my big bet, too. So it was my first big bet loss in a while. Uh, I teased Indy down to minus half a point, and I teased Dallas up to plus half a point. Both teams lost outright. So I liked the Indy one. I'll tell you what, like as a Cowboys fan and with the way I've been handicapping, it was like Dallas coming off that big Washington win and Arizona coming off a couple of losses in a row. That that smelled like – well, it smelled like what you got. Well, uh, I heard another professional better say out there that Carson Wentz looked like and played like a guy who was trying to recover from COVID. More than oh, one, more than one time this year, we, like Tyreek Hill when he came back from COVID. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys have come back and not looked super duper healthy. So that 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 shed some light on there. Maybe I should have taken that into account because uh, I because we we recorded this last Wednesday night. The news about Carson Wentz was out. I expected him to be back. He was. He just didn't play very well. Uh, And then I had the over 40 in the Tennessee and Miami game. So if I told you, retrospectively, if I told you last Wednesday, okay, the over under in this game is 40, and the Tennessee Titans are going to score 33 points. That's guaranteed. You you can guarantee that. So it's got to go over 40. You're getting 33 with Tennessee. You don't know Miami's score. Are you taking the rubber band off? Probably. Full send. Full send. The the Miami Dolphins scored a whopping three points. People that listen to our Dynasty podcast wonder why I don't like Tua. It's not that I don't like Tua. It's just that when you take away that short to intermediate passing game, he can't beat you. And every time he plays a playoff team, 
He literally shits the bed and puts up zero stats. That's a dynasty take. We'll get into that in the offseason. And then I did have one more winner. That was my teaser. I teased the L.A. Chargers down to minus one. Uh, They won outright pretty handily. And I teased Green Bay down to half a point. That was a different time. Now, that information about Kirk Cousins, we didn't have his COVID information. Uh, But still, that was a winner. I went two and three. I didn't hit on my big bet. So my record on the season is 46, 37 and one and 11 and six on big bets. Um, on the leans, I'll blast through those real quick. You like the Jets, that was a hit. You like the Jaguars team total under 13, that was a hit. You leaned to Denver, that was a miss. You leaned to the New Orleans team total and, excuse me, you leaned to New Orleans and the Carolina team total. You hit both of those and you leaned to Pittsburgh plus three. You went five and one, so you are 40, 33, and one on the season on leans. I went two and three there as well. Uh, I leaned to Washington plus three. That was a miss. I leaned over in the New England-Jacksonville game, and New England took care of that 41 and a half solo. Uh, I leaned to Indy outright if Carson Wentz went. He did. I leaned to New Orleans with Tyson Hill back. He got there. And I leaned to the over in the Cleveland-Pittsburgh game. And uh, woofa. Speaking of quarterbacks, let me me ask you a question. Doesn't Tua look kind of like Baker did two years ago? And and kind of like smaller guy, you know, high draft. I don't know. I don't want to go down a quarterback rant. we got a show to do. (laughs) But uh, that is the recap. That is brought to you by our friends over at BetUS.com. All of the odds and lines that we're going to share with you tonight on these Week 18 games are brought to you by BetUS.com. Uh, As one of my, I guess we'll call him gambling heroes, gambling people that I follow, Steve Fezzik at Fezzik Sports on Twitter says that if you don't have multiple outs in gambling, you're not going to win long-term as a serious gambler. If you're looking for additional outs, especially um, depending on where you reside, if you're not one of the 33 states that already have legal or soon to have legal sports betting in your area, um, BetUS.com has treated us real well. And if you go over there and sign up with promo code Memphis, uh, that'll get you a deposit match bonus, and that'll help the show. So head over to BetUS.com. You use promo code Memphis, and uh, Kyle, they can get in the action. All the action. The more action, the better. That's what I always say. All right. Well, I am looking at action. It is starting this Saturday. That's right. No Saturday football last week, but we got Saturday football this week. And all you dirty, raggedy, rat soup-eating sons of bitches that cussed about Thursday night football, what are you doing tonight? If you're listening to this podcast on Thursday, you're at work, you're on your way to work, way home from work, and you're not watching Thursday night football, how do you feel now when you were complaining about Jacksonville and Houston? You'd, you'd chop off a limb for Jacksonville-Houston tonight. Getting roped into re-watching The Bachelorette with your, your significant other with no excuse of football being on. It's a sad, sad Honey, sad I got to work. It's, it's part of my uh, my side hustle is watching this <laughs> game. You're telling on yourself, by the way. All right, man, let's jump right into this. Saturday, 4.30 p.m., Kansas City going on the road to Denver. Kansas City laying 11 to the Denver Broncos, total of 45. I have nothing, no belts, no leans. You don't either. Uh, any nuggets on this game? Ah, you know, I thought I thought Denver was going to do better holding Los Angeles' offense last week. If they had, I'd, 
I'd lean Denver. I just don't know what to think of Denver right now. I just feel like historically, or, you know, Fangio, Denver historically, um, they've held up well against Mahomes, but I'm not touching it. I I would agree as well. Um, I think Kansas City's got motivation. They want that two seed. You know, a lot of people say, well, why would they have motivation to have the two seed if Tennessee locks up the one seed with a win over the Houston Texans? And I'll tell you why. Is there a one seed more or less likely to be knocked off than Tennessee, especially in round two? So if you're if you're Kansas City, you want to lock up that two seed. So because if they lose, and if memory serves me correctly, if they lose and Buffalo wins, they would have the same record, but Buffalo would have the tiebreaker, therefore mm. vaulting them potentially into that number two. If I remember, if I got all that correct, or maybe Cincinnati, <laughs> maybe was- no, 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 no I, I do, I don't have it correct because. Uh, Baltimore is the uh, should be Buffalo is the four seed, Cincinnati is the three seed, but they also have the tiebreaker over the Kansas City Chiefs, so they wouldn't want to potentially have to go back to Cincinnati later in the playoffs potentially. So I right. do think you're going to get a motivated Kansas City. I think if you're doing a weekend slate of DFS, I wouldn't hesitate to put Kansas City players in there. Uh, the Saturday nightcap, both of these teams have locked off locked up. Playoff spots, they've got a bit of a COVID issue in Philly. That's where this game takes place. The Ooh. Dallas Cowboys going on the road to Philadelphia. Philadelphia getting seven points at home, total of 42.5. You have a bet on this game. Yeah, I uh, I like Philly plus seven. That's just a big number for two teams that, I don't know, Dallas, aside from that Washington game, They've struggled to put up points, and you know they're they're going on the road to Philadelphia. I haven't looked at the weather per se. It's been generally cold in the Northeast this week. Um, the you know they haven't they haven't been running the ball well. You know I don't know. It just doesn't feel like things are clicking for Dallas. So uh, I I like Philly plus seven at home. Uh, I don't mind Philly plus the seven at home because Dallas isn't playing for much. Yeah, that, and, that, and sorry, I off. forgot that piece too. Yeah. I mean, they've got the division locked up. Both of these teams have their uh, playoff spots secure. I could see where Dallas would maybe be a little motivated to win the game outright. Maybe they want to avoid that that four seed and having to play the Arizona Cardinals again. I don't know. Uh, I, I lean to the under, the under 42 and a half. I think you're going to look at a, a cruise control game. Uh, it's kind of a bummer, but I do understand why the NFL put these games on TV on Saturday. They want yeah. all of the games that matter on Sunday going on at the same time so that right. more teams are incentivized to play. And if you're going to have two teams that are de-emphasizing the importance of winning, it would be these two. But because you've got an East Coast city with Philadelphia and one of the most popular brands in the NFL in Dallas, you know this thing's still going to draw a huge rating. Yep. So yep. Pre- pretty smart on behalf of uh, the smartest sports league in the world. Let's go to Sunday. Let's go to 1 o'clock. My Indianapolis Colts going to Jacksonville, laying a robust 15, total of 44. You have a uh, you have a lean on this game? I got nothing. You well, got a lean. Oh, I, I have a lean on this game. I'm, I'm leaning to the under. I was, like, I was like, I like that. I'm looking at your – I'm looking at the <laughs> spreadsheet, and I'm like, you know, I like that. I like that. I lean I, – I do. Um, I don't think Jacksonville has scored more than 17 points since the London game, which was wow. clear back in October. Uh, and I don't. The Colts aren't looking for margin here. They're looking for a W. They haven't won in Jacksonville in six tries. They lost the first game of the season there last year. 
I remember and, that. And I just see Indy wanting to get in and get out. Uh, I think a correlated parlay in this game would be Jacksonville and the under. I see this yeah. game being something like 21-7 and getting out of there, but I, I'm not touching it as a Colts fan. I just want to see him get the dub, get mm-hmm. the hell out of Dodge, and uh, make the playoffs. Although the way the playoffs stack right now, they'd be playing Cincinnati. That wouldn't uh, – playing a white-hot Cincinnati team may not be the best. So that's my lean. I lean under in Indy and Jacksonville under the 44. Uh, next game, Cincinnati going to Cleveland. Cleveland getting six points at home. No, totally. Cleveland's giving six. Sorry, I, oh, I corrected the spreadsheet like three hours ago because when you put it up, it, I think it was before the you know Burrow was announced. He wasn't playing in all the COVID, COVID crap. And the line swung from, I think, Cleveland – since since yesterday, I think Cleveland it swung from Cleveland plus three to Cleveland minus six. Wow! Well, that that is huge because I knew Joe, not Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, right. was going to miss the game due to COVID. Uh, Burrow tweaked. Burrow's the knee. just resting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing to play for. They've got their playoff spot guaranteed. They've won the division, so it's going to be Bruce Allen versus Case Keenum. The dream matchup. We have nothing on this game. This is a the nothing brown, game. black, and orange bowl. My God. Gross indeed, sir. All right. We have the Tennessee Titans going to Houston, laying 10.5 on the road. Uh, Tennessee wins, and they clinch the number one overall seed. So uh, important for Tennessee. I don't know that they get 10.5 points of margin. Houston's been feisty. Houston beat mm-hmm. Tennessee earlier in the season. I got nothing. You got nothing. Let's not make nothing out of nothing. All right, ne- next game, Baltimore going on the road. Excuse me, Pittsburgh going on the road to Baltimore. Pittsburgh going to Baltimore. Pittsburgh getting five on the road. Total of 41.5. I have a bet on this game. I'm taking Pittsburgh plus the five. I, I, hate I, it. I, I know this, uh, this Pittsburgh team has not looked great. Th- this is the classic, no matter even if Lamar is the quarterback, this is a field goal game. This isn't about playoff seeding. I know Pittsburgh can still get in if the Colts lose and the Raiders and Chargers don't have a tie. So uh, the old classic, so you're telling me there's a chance. But for, for me, this is this is more of one of those personal games. This is about bragging rights. This is a division rival. And I think regardless of who wins this game outright, regardless of who plays quarterback, uh, we saw the first game with Lamar. Oh, let me take that back. That was Huntley. But we saw this game come down to a – no, it was Lamar. Huntley was the game against the That was, against, that was a go-for-two game, right? Yes, it was the go-for-two game trying to win the game outright because Baltimore was out of defensive backs. Right. And, and, and John Harbaugh didn't want to didn't want to push overtime. So regardless of who's quarterbacking for Baltimore, I don't know what Baltimore has to risk by putting Lamar out there anyway. That was part of my handicap. They're going to be playing Tyler Huntley. You're going to have T.J. Watt hunting down a sack record. So for me, I'm getting a good team coming off of a good win, and I'm getting five points even on the road in a game that could come down to a field goal one way or the other. I'm taking Pittsburgh plus the five. So that's one of my bets. The next game, we're both going to uh, do a little teasing. So I'm going to let you go first. The Washington football team going on the road to the New York football Giants. The total is 37 and a half, the lowest on the board by two points. And the football team is soon to be Admirals, by the way. The soon to be Admirals laying seven to the Giants. 
and uh, you, I'll let you go first. Tease away. Yeah, this is simple. You already uh, spoke about this handicap and the recap from last week. The G-Man just looking like, you know, dog shit at this point. So uh, tease it down to Washington just to, to win on the road where, you know, the Giants don't really have any home field at MetLife like the Jets do. Um, yeah, that, that's about it. Just give me Washington in a victory. And you're teasing that with Tampa Bay. Go ahead and jump into that. Yeah, Tampa Bay. This was one I was doing a little research because I, I wanted to make sure that uh, – Tampa Bay has a reason to fight in this game. And there's still a lot of jockeying that can be done between seeds uh, two, really two through five, I think. Well, probably like two through five, and then also four through seven can all jump around a little bit. So I think, uh, you know, just give me Tampa laying one and a half at home against Carolina, who's also looked a bit, you know, dog shitty. Yeah, I, I, I can. I had a lean. We'll go ahead and cover Carolina and Tampa. I had a lean. I said consider Tampa Bay a teaser leg as well. So we were clearly on the same same path. I'm also teasing Washington down for very much the very much the same reason. You know, yeah. I, I think Ron Rivera is the kind of guy who's like a rah rah guy. Mm-hmm. Let's go, let's go out on a W. Let's go out on a yep. win. Let's end this season on a positive note. They did that last year. Last year they won the division on the final game of the year. But I could see them just wanting to hang a whooping on Joe Judge and the New York Giants. But I'm going to tease it down to, to one, and I'm going to tease it with New England. I'm going to tease New England from minus six and a half down to minus a half a point. Uh, I don't think New England wants to lose that five seed. If New England were to lose this game and Indy were to win, they would flip-flop um, spots. And I could see where Bill Belichick would want to maintain that five overall seed and go play Buffalo again. They've split with Buffalo once already. And I can, I mean, if if you're a coach right now, not that you're avoiding anybody, you're happy to be in the playoffs, but if if you have a way to somewhat manipulate your destiny, do you want to go play Cincinnati right now? Literally the hottest team in the AFC. I wouldn't. That's a good question. That's like, that's one where I'd really truly love to be inside the mind of Belichick because Like if we, if, you know, Sunday rolls around and the Patriots look, they just don't look like themselves. You have to think that Belichick, maybe he wants to play the less experienced Zach Taylor, um, the less experienced Joe Burrow. And I'm I'm just playing the devil's advocate. Or maybe he does want to play Buffalo because he knows, you know, Sean McDermott used to work on his staff and he wants that third shot at him for a little bit more revenge after Buffalo uh, got their revenge already. It's one of those, do you want to take a chance on playing Buffalo, potentially in weather, which favors you? Do do you want to play a team that you're more familiar with? Or, again, do you want to go try and cover one of the hottest offenses mm-hmm. in, in, in football? I would rather play Buffalo if I'm Bill Belichick, to be quite honest with you. So I think that's the motivation. I think they win in a field goal game. I expect this to be close. Uh, total of 40. This was a bet earlier I had in the season. I also had the under. I don't have the under this time. But I can see this being another very low-scoring affair. The last one, I believe, was 16 to 15, or maybe yeah. 18, 18, 16, to 17, maybe. It was a one-point game. It, it was like it was like a, a low 30s total game. So I could see that being the same. But that's my teaser. Teasing Washington down to one, and I'm teasing New England down to half a point, and, and that's my first teaser, and that's my big bet. So let's move on. We got a couple more one o'clock games. The uh, Chicago Bears going to Minnesota. Much like uh, Carson Wentz last week in Indy, Kirk Cousins coming back off of the Rona, unvaccinated, by the way. Is he going to be sluggish? 
Uh, Minnesota laying two and a half at home, total of 44. Uh, you have a lead to Minnesota, so do I. Go ahead. That's just the, on the right side of the field goal. I think this is this line feels like a little bit of an overreaction to Chicago beating up on the Giants at home and Minnesota, you know, getting walloped with uh, Sean Mannion in Green Bay. Um, so I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm on the the wrong side or the the, the right side of the public, but um, that's it's that simple for me. I also think like, you know, Mike Zimmer, he, he probably feels a little bit like his job might be on the line right now. So I think he really wants to put forth an A effort and, and you know, similar to Ron Rivera, like end the season, you know, he's one of those old school coaches, wants to end the season on a positive note. Yeah, that, that was why it was a lean. Originally, it could have been a bet on Minnesota. But this is to me is like, which lame duck coach do I really want to put money on? And, you know, whose team is more likely to respond? So for me, you're more than likely going to get Andy Dalton versus Kirk Cousins. I'll take Kirk Cousins at 1 p.m. where he tends to shine as a lean. Uh, final game of the 1 p.m. slate, Green Bay going to Detroit. Detroit only getting two and a half at home, total of 42. Uh, for me, I lean to the over and here's why. Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers are going to start this game. There's a couple of uh, performance-based milestones that these two guys are going to want to hit. You know Detroit's not going to back off. You know them kneecap biters are going to continue to bite kneecaps. So for me, that's why I lean to the over. We just saw Detroit put up 29 on their own right. And again, if there's ever, out of anyone that I said is a rah-rah head coach, we talked about it with Zimmer. We talked about it with with um, Riverboat Ron. Is there anyone that's going to want to go out on a higher note than Dan Campbell? So this team's going to continue to try to score. And I think the the backups in Green Bay are more than capable of continuing to score on Detroit. So I leaned over. Yeah, I got I got nothing officially this week. But if you follow me on Twitter and you like Detroit, you got Detroit on the look ahead at plus 11. Because when I was looking at last week's slate, I happened to scroll so far down that I saw this week's slate. And... Uh, Plus 11, I did the math and, and realized if the Packers won, they had the one seed locked up, and that line could easily move a bunch on uh, Monday morning, and it moved seven, eight, eight and a half points. Eight so, and a half points, yeah. Um, I got what it at plus 11 on uh, Saturday and On BetUS. I love it. BetUS. Actually, bet no, US. I happened to be in Jersey for that one. So, so it was on BetUS in Jersey. Exactly. All right. And then, and then maybe you got an additional taste at additional outs. I, I see what you did there. All right, the New York football Jets going to Buffalo, upstate. Buffalo laying 16 and a half at home. Total of 43, got nothing. You're leaning to the J-E-T-S, Jets. Yeah. Jets. Yeah, and it's, you know, it, it very well feels like, you know, that was a big letdown for the Jets last week, who I also leaned to against, you know, as a big underdog at home. Um, this, I feel like it's such a big number, and – Buffalo might want to get out of there with a win. And it might be one of those games where they don't necessarily want to get margin. Maybe, you know, at the end of the third quarter, they're up by 14. And we start seeing some backups come in just to get a little bit of extra rest for Josh Allen. Or maybe knowing that they might be playing, you know, New England in a week that they, you know, they don't want to show any more film if they don't have to. And I think, you know, I think the Jets have really come around this fourth quarter-ish of the year because there's 17 games now. Um, I feel like they're playing a bit for Sala. Maybe that defense has come around with his, you know, defensive mind. And Zach Wilson's been playing what better. He's been playing hard. He's been playing mobile. Um, and so I'll, I'll back the Jets as a, a lean 
getting 16 and a half. You know, all I got for you about this game. The goddamn Jets. That's all I got. I mean, it's the goddamn, it's the goddamn Jets. I mean, I, I think the theme of this podcast tonight's feisty. You know, a, yeah. lot, a lot of feisty head coaches, Ron Rivera, the kneecap. Box. I could see Sala and the boys. They were feisty last week against the against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Else. So I, I could I could see where a lean to the Jets makes sense. We already covered Carolina and Tampa Bay. You're teasing Tampa Bay down to one and a half, and you're pairing that with the football team. Uh, and that was my lean. In the lean comments, I put uh, considered Tampa Bay a teaser leg. So we're in agreement there. Um, we don't have a full crossfire on this uh this this next game, New England going to Miami, laying six and a half at home. I've already mentioned that's half of my big bet. I'm teasing New England down to half a point, and I'm pairing that with Washington. And by the way, I I really liked what you said about the uh, the, the the look ahead lines and paying attention and looking for motivation. And uh, I like the fact that you told us that you got value, and this is not as appropriate now as when it was then, but you were bragging about your, your humble brag about Detroit plus 11. I just thought I'd give you this, and then I'll let you tell us about your bet. Got to get in your grandstanding, and you're hot-dogging, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Hell you, yeah. Earned it. you earned it. Great job. This is why you should be following Dr. Kyle. You, sharp you, square you, here, folks. You, you, uh, she is the sharpest of the squares. You could literally have – you could literally have Green Bay minus two and a half, right? Because you think Jordan Love can maybe back it up. Yeah. And and then you could have Detroit plus 11. You catch, catch a nice middle there. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, if Detroit, you know, if Green Bay wins by seven, you win both those bets. And, th- and then you really will be back here next week grandstanding and hot dogging. But you have a bet <laughs> on the uh, Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Um, I'm taking Miami plus six and a half. That, that number also feels like an overreaction, you know, Bill Belichick made Mac Jones look like rookie of the year against the Jaguars at home. Oh, three touchdowns the most since the New England Patriots rookie quarterback since who cares? Because, you know, outside of Tom Brady, there haven't been any good ones and he didn't have any records as a rookie because he barely played as a rookie. Um, And of course, Miami got walloped by the Titans. I didn't watch that game. I don't know if maybe, you know, half halfway through the game, it was so bad that they just called off the dogs and, um, Push to week 18, but Flores has had Belichick's number in uh, as Dolphins head coach. Six and a half is just too big. If it was around a field goal, I'd probably lean towards New England, but Dolphins at home, you know, if you like the under, I, th- I think especially you like uh, the Dolphins. All right. Uh, I can't get there, man. Um, I don't trust Tua, not one day. No, I, I, I do hate Tua, and uh, I think Uncle Bill's coming for revenge. This is the Damian Harris fumble game. From week one, the Patriots are driving to kick the go-ahead field goal in this game. And the last thing you want to do is let Mike Vrabel give Uncle Bill Belichick the blueprint to shut Tua and this offense down. So that's why I was more than happy to take New England as part of my teaser. But we'll see, man. Good luck to you. You know, I love you. Maybe we can catch a nice middle and New England wins by three and we both win. Uh, San Fran- the San Francisco 49ers go into L.A. The Rams lay in four and a half at home. The Rams need to win this game to win the division. And San Francisco needs to win this game to get in the playoffs. So a lot of uh, implication here. The the Again, the Niners are getting four and a half at home, total of 44. 
I'm going to do an atypical non-Wong teaser. If you don't know what a Wong teaser is, throw it in the Google machine. But I am going to tease San Francisco up to plus 10.5. You know, the, the Rams have not looked great. They beat Minnesota. I think Minnesota, they lost by seven to the Rams, and then they barely won against the Ravens last week. And you're going to have a highly motivated San Francisco 49ers team trying to get this final playoff spot. So, but just in case, in case the Rams win by three or even a tutty, I'm going to tease San Francisco all the way up to plus 10 and a half. And then I'm going to make this an all NFC West teaser. I'm going to tease the Arizona Cardinals down to minus one against Seattle. Arizona, everything to play for. Seattle, nothing to play for. So uh, if if I'm uh, if I'm Arizona, I'm going to give a full effort. So that's my teaser. Tease in San Francisco up to plus ten and a half. Arizona down to minus one. Do you have anything on any of these NFC games? No, I, I mean I like uh, I like the side of San Francisco. Shanahan's had McVay's number, um, and I don't think the Rams have any significant home field advantage that gets baked into a line. Um, I do Arizona coming off that win against the Cowboys. And, I, you know, it, I always feel like a, a, a divisional game feels like, you know, the other team would want to play spoiler and seeing what's like, I don't know. I just don't know what to think of Seattle now because I liked Detroit last week. But if I were to play that, I would play Arizona on the tees. All right, and then uh, we have uh, one more 4 o'clock game. We have the New Orleans Saints going to Hotlanta. New Orleans laying four on the road, 39.5 total. You have a, a bet on the total. It's your big bet, and I have a, a pick on the side. I'm going to defer to the doctor. Yeah, this is uh, you know just a trend of two teams. The total is 39.5, which is one of the lower, lower ones on the slate. Um, but in the Saints' past three games – they haven't really – I mean, I guess they've played the Bucks and the Dolphins, who whose defenses were playing well. Uh, but the Saints have put up 18, 3, and 9 points. And the Falcons, in their last three games, have put up 15 points against the Bills, 20 at home against the Lions, and 13 on, a, on the road against the 49ers. Um, yeah, Sean Payton, he's, uh, he's really leaned on – the defense this year since Winston went down and he hasn't had a reliable uh, passing quarterback. So for those reasons, that's my big bet under 39 and a half. This feels like a, you know, 14, 10 or 17, 13 type of game for me. 17, 10. Yeah, I, I, I agree. The, the, and, and here's the thing. I'm going to give you a little bit of extra handicap on your under the Atlanta Falcons are more than likely going to be without rookie Pro Bowl tight end Kyle Pitts. He came up lame in the third quarter of the game against Buffalo last week. And, I mean, it's a hamstring injury. And mm. what are you playing for in your, if you're in Atlanta? You're not playing for a playoff spot. You're not playing for anything of significance. This is a guy you spent, what, the fourth overall draft pick on, the highest drafted rookie tight end. And he's a big part of their offense. Corderell Patterson, early season fantasy football hero has regressed a bit. They can't run the ball. You know, New Orleans is going to be playing their heart out because they're playing the same time as San Francisco and the Rams. They need San Francisco to lose and they need to win. They're going to bring their a game. You know, Sean Payton are going to have these guys tuned, uh, tuned in, you know, ready to roll. And that's why I'm taking New Orleans minus the four. Um, nothing to play for in Atlanta, everything to play for in New Orleans. I'm getting a superior coach. 
Um, I'm getting as crazy as it is. I'm getting superior weapons because I'm getting Alvin Kamara, mm-hmm. and that's enough. You know, mm-hmm. I, that, and, and that's enough. So I'm going to go New Orleans minus the four. You're going under 39 and a half. That is your big bet. The last game of the weekend and the best game of the weekend. Uh, if the Colts win, then this becomes a uh, loser leaves town match, as they used mm. to call it in, in the pro wrestling days. Uh, loser leaves town, or in this case, leaves the playoffs. The Los Angeles Chargers going to Las Vegas. The Chargers, three-point road favorite. Interesting line there. And the total of 49. I believe this is the highest total of the week. And uh, I'm going to let you go first. You're taking the Chargers, and so am I. Yeah, uh, I just feel like the Chargers have the better better overall team. I believe more in uh, Brandon Staley than Basaccia or whatever that Italian guy's name is. That's correct. Um, Basaccia. And give me Justin Herbert over Derek Carr. I also feel like the, the Raiders had to put way more into that game last week to come out on top against the Colts, whereas the Chargers were able to wrap up in Denver pretty nicely. Um, so if uh, there's a team that's got a little bit less – a team that's a little less emotionally and energetically drained, it's the Chargers. So, you know, being being only a field goal, give me um, – The Chargers? I'll yeah, say it for you. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I got sorry. you. That's Thanks. what friends do. You always got that's my what, back. That's what friends do. You know, sometimes my brain just this just gets stuck. <laughs> like 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 a record has a skip in it sometimes for you. Um, sometimes you my brain just that you hipsters that are listening to uh, your wax, your vinyl uh, on your forty five, sipping an IPA, combing the gnats out of your beard. I understand. I I totally understand. So I I, I can understand you. Um, I, here's the thing. This isn't quite the travel spot that I think you did a fantastic job nailing last week with Miami on a short week, traveling twice from Miami to New Orleans, then Miami to Tennessee, and then Tennessee had 10 days off and they didn't have to leave home. We're in kind of a similar spot. Last week, the, the LA Chargers hosted Denver and then they stayed home and they're going to, and I'm sorry, they're going to take a short plane trip to Las Vegas. Mm. Whereas Last week, the Raiders had to go all the way to Indianapolis. I've flown from Indianapolis to to Las Vegas. It's not a, a, a two-minute flight. It's it's about four and a half hours. So a little bit of travel there. And wh- where do I have all the pluses? Who's the better quarterback? You can just answer these. Who's the better quarterback? Rich Gannon. Oh, sorry. Uh, Justin Herbert. Rich Gannon was something else back in his day. Better head coach. Staley, Staley. or Basaccia? It's way more fun to say, but I'm going to take Steely as a head coach. Better offensive line. Chargers. I will say the 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 defensive line, probably the Raiders, but it's mm. close. It's close. Mm-hmm. So all the areas that matter to me when I'm betting sports, I'm looking in football, quarterback, head coach, offensive line, defensive line. Three out of the four favor the Chargers, even though it's at Oakland. Um, excuse me, Oakland. Even though it's at Vegas. I'm going to take the Chargers minus three. So there you go. That is. So let's recap our bets and let's recap our asses out of here. You had Philly plus seven at home against Dallas. You have a teaser. You're teasing the Washington Admirals uh, or football team. You're teasing Washington down to minus one for minus seven against the Giants. And you're pairing them with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're teasing Tampa Bay from minus seven and a half down to one and a half. 
You're taking Miami at home plus the six and a half against the Patriots. And your big bet is under 39 and a half points when the New Orleans Saints go to Atlanta. And then you're taking the Chargers minus three at the Raiders. My bets are I'm taking Pittsburgh plus the five on the road at Baltimore. I'm also going to tease the Washington football team down from minus seven, down to minus one. And I'm pairing them with the New England Patriots. I'm teasing New England down to half a point. And that is my big bet. I have an all NFC West teaser. I'm teasing San Francisco up to 10 and a half points. And I'm, te- and I'm pairing them with Arizona, who I'm teasing down from minus seven down to minus one over Seattle at home. I am taking the New Orleans Saints laying four on the road at Atlanta. And I, too, am on the Los Angeles Chargers going to Vegas to play the Raiders, laying those three points with you. Dr. Kyle, it's been 18 weeks, buddy. 18 weeks. Now, the good thing for me is lovely. Well, it's been 18 weeks for you, probably like 15 for me because of Rangers games and vacations. Without counting the – going back and officially counting, I would set the over-under at like 15 and a half. And I don't remember what – probably 14 and a half is a better total to set on your – we'll we'll discuss uh, off-air what we're going to do with the playoffs. Uh, I think at the minimum to uh, maybe align our schedules a little bit better with so much going on. We might just uh, take turns doing YouTube videos only over on uh, Dynasty Warzone on YouTube. And next Wednesday, Dr. Kyle may drop a video live on YouTube. And then I might do the same thing as we get closer to that first weekend of the playoff. Dr. Kyle, man, been a great season. It really has. Really enjoyed it. I'm really hoping you go four and one. I'd I'd love, or three and two. I'd really love to see you get 500 for the, the season. Now, luckily for me, I can't. I can't finish losers, but you know what? This, we're a team effort. We're a yeah. team effort. We're 21 and 13 on our big bets for the season. I'd love nothing more than to finish 23 and 13, 10 games above 500 on big bets. And uh, I'll put out some props this weekend. I don't know how I'll do it. I may do it on Twitter at DWZ Memphis. I may do it over on YouTube. Uh, that's Dynasty Warzone. Go to YouTube. And by the way, man, leave us a thumbs up. Leave us a video. Leave a comment like my man Mike Kenny. Always out there supporting the pod. And speaking of supporting the pod, you can support us by going to betus.com. Use promo code Memphis. Hate brand goods. Man, lots of great stuff over there. Uh, You can use promo code Memphis. That's HVIII.com. Promo code Memphis. Or if you're like, you know what, Memphis, you know what, Kyle? I'm broke. Christmas season wiped me out. I went full send on Christmas for my family and friends. God bless you. You know what? You could leave a review. You want to hook a couple of fellas up? Leave us a review. You could do it on Spotify now. You can do it on Apple. You can do. You can leave a, a review or a, a subscription over at YouTube. There's more than than opening up your wallet ways to support us here at the DWZ, the Big Bet, the Dynasty War Zone, the Fantasy Football Smackdown, the Rookie Rundown, all the good stuff we do, Kyle. The best monetarily, or just a, just a couple of minutes of your time. Leave us a review. <sighs> And if we like your review, we'll read, you it on, we'll read it on the air. We'll yeah, read it on the air. Please. We'll shout you out. We'll shout you Mike, out. We'll, Mike, Mike, we'll do we a love comment. you. Mike, Mike says good show, boys. Mike, good show you. Thanks for showing up every hey, damn hey. Wednesday. We love you. 50% of the time, it works every damn time. That man is Dr. Kyle Bowser. You can follow him on Twitter at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. You can follow me at DWZ Memphis. 
And remember, here at the Fabulous Big Bet, we like to remind you that money won is twice as sweet as money earned. We'll see you back here eventually. Have a great week, guys. Enjoy week 18. Take care. Thousand dollars for cool G as we call it back home. Are you at liberty to play for that, Stanley? Would you prefer to play for smiles? <laughs>